Hello and welcome to this episode of How to Love Successfully with me, Dr. Marie Covenen. I'm a registered psychologist and a conscious dating coach. Have you wondered how to meet people in person more? Many people are wondering where to meet more people, not just online, but offline. So today we will have a really lovely conversation. My guest today is Sarah Payne. And welcome, Sarah. Hey, thanks so much for having me on today. So let me tell you a little bit about Sarah. Sarah has been a speed dating event manager and Cupid Minion for over five years. She's a hopeless romantic and an advocate for helping singles to meet face-to-face rather than through a phone screen. And uh, we will be talking about the events that you run. And I specifically, when I got in touch with you, I said, can we talk about speed dating? Because that is, of course, something that I was very curious about. And like I mentioned to you earlier on, I never got to try. So how did you, first of all, how did you get into running these singles events? So I landed my job at Speed Data through channels. I was just finishing up university and my tutor used to run speed data as her full-time job. And she marked all of my work and my portfolio from my event experience. And she said, why don't you come and do a summer with me? We've been running for 20, it was probably 18 years at that point. We've been going for 22 now. So, and she offered me just a summer internship there. And I obviously fell in love with running the speed dating events. And I'm a big hopeless romantic. Wow. So I carried on working there and worked my way up. And I've been there for five years now. Amazing. So, yeah, let's start with speed dating. So what happened for anyone who hasn't, has ever, who hasn't ever been to a speed dating event? What happens there? What, how they kind so of work? We- We run speed dating event all over the UK. So we are in 23 cities. We use bars and private rooms. So Mm -hmm. you would turn up, you can book your ticket, turn up, and everyone, we have about 30 minutes registration period where the host will sign you in, answer any questions you have, and then you can pop to the bar and get yourself a drink. That's a time that you can sort of mix and mingle in a more relaxed environment. Mm -hmm. You can chat to people, you can chat to other women, other men. And then this dating will start around 7.30 and we have all the ladies seated, all the gentlemen seated, and we have around four and a half minutes to sit and chat. We usually have around 12, 12 dates. So you can sit and talk four and a half minutes each time the host rings the bell, the gentlemen move on to the next table. And halfway through, we take a little break. And again, people can go back to the bar, they can mingle again, and it just puts them back in a bit more of a relaxed environment yeah. and then at the end a lot of people will stay around as well and socialize and catch up and it's just again more relaxed but the actual dating they have about four and a half minutes mm-hmm. to get to know each other so it's perfect if you like someone because it's just enough time to make up your mind and then yeah. if you're not not you know making a connection with someone it's not long enough to be uncomfortable so what are your kind of top tips now from your experience and when you witness people there, how to kind of, I suppose, make best use of that four and a half minutes so that you, I can imagine that if, if you go initially, you might be a little bit, I don't know, just that it, it's difficult to kind of know exactly how to use that time. So what, what have been, what do you say? 
what would you say, what would be the best ways of using that time so that you get kind of flavor of, of that other person and, and so on? So my top tips would be always to come with an open mind. Mm -hmm. I think people are so quickly to judge people physically now and they sort of switch off if they're not physically attracted to somebody. Mm. So I think come with an open mind. And I think the beauty of speed dating is you haven't chosen these people for you. Somebody else yeah. has. And I'm a big believer in fate. And I think if you're open-minded and you sit and talk to someone and listen to what they're saying and get to know someone, there's nothing better than meeting in real life. You get mm -hmm. to know how someone laughs, how they sit, how they talk. And I think these are all such important things. And you know, I think take away the the physical sometimes, the visual for now, mm -hmm. and just get to know the person maybe. And then that comes a bit later. Obviously, instant attraction is important, but I think because apps have taken away so much from yes. dating now, because we're so used to looking at our phone and saying, I don't find that person attractive. Whereas yeah. actually, if you'd met them in person, you might they might have made you laugh or you might have yeah. found them funny yeah. or you were attracted to the way that they dressed or something else. So I think that is my number one tip to be open-minded. I think it is important to not come with a list, a checklist of a criteria mm. that you want from a person. I think that that's important as well. Obviously, your morals and your values are important. Mm. But I think sometimes people get so strung up on, you know, finding the, the one that they mm. sort of disregard people sometimes. And I see that a lot. When yeah. often when the men sit down, the women can either look really excited or a bit disappointed. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that sort of shows as well sometimes. But I think it's just, it's a really nice way to meet people. You think if you're using the apps, you're getting one date that's going to mm -hmm. last, you know, maybe an hour. And if you haven't got a connection with that person, it's a long time to sit and talk to them. Whereas with speed yeah. dating, you can meet 12 people in one night and you get to have loads of different conversations with loads of really oh, yeah. interesting people and you know even if you come out of it with meeting another single person then that's wonderful and I think that yeah. you should get the most out of it and dating practice too yeah absolutely and I think with dating the more you especially if you're first you know and you're just sort of starting out uh, that practice is so important because it helps you to define a little bit of what you're looking for and I think that's so important what you were saying about the open-mindedness that sometimes people have yes I do recommend that someone kind of figure us figures out what they're looking for but not in terms of like demographics or, or like you know this needs to be the sort of you know dark, you know dull tall dark and handsome type of thing and and then anyone who doesn't fit into my stereotype then they're completely excluded but having much more of an open mind about you know what type of person might actually be a good good match and so are is there any kind of um, is it just anyone randomly or are they maybe I don't know certain types of like speed dating events or how is it you know is it uh, is there any kind of any kind of matching not is it even by age or, or anything at all or is it is it just yeah just so we run random? all different types of events okay we run all of them at age specific so we mm -hmm. run all of them within categories of about eight to ten years so we'll all we'll do to about 24 to 38 30 55 are our main ones but we also do niche age ranges 25 to 35 28 to 38 
we run a variety of speed dating events. So we do graduate professionals, international professionals. We run elite events. So for people mm -hmm. that earn a certain amount of money and have a certain lifestyle, we run tall man speed dating, Christian speed dating. So we, we sort of cater to, to all the niches that people might be looking for. So it sort of narrows it down. We usually do vegetarian speed dating, many lifestyle choices really. Mm -hmm. And it's important, especially for someone that is looking for something specific. It yeah. helps you to meet other like-minded yeah. people. Whereas yeah. a lot of our events are just age, age restriction yeah. rather than the, the themed events we do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's great. So yeah, exactly. If you are like vegetarian, I mean, it's, it, it's good that you you know, you can find that sort of events where you find people who have similar type of values system already and, and so on. So that's kind of like one thing has been ticked off from your, from the your list. Um, oh, and, and, and what type of other events do you run? So we run singles parties. Mm -hmm. We run those every other month or so at the moment. So we have lock and key parties. We have about 150 to 200 singles there. And we have those age, age related as well. So we do 24 to 38 and then 36 to 55. And that's basically, we hire a whole bar so you can turn up. It's like coming into a bar okay. that everyone's single. Yeah. And we do lock and key. So all of the ladies have locks, all the gentlemen have keys mm -hmm. and they're able to match with each other. If they can find their connection, they find the lock that opens the key, they come back over and they can win a prize. It's a really cute little evening. People, it's a lot more relaxed environment. You can do the speed dating if you want to, but it just means that people have more freedom to mingle mm. and meet. And there's a lot more people at those events. We have them with dating experts as well. So people come and we have one with James Priest coming up and he sits and talks to people, gives them dating advice yeah. and yeah. helps them maybe look at their dating profile or yeah. anything, any questions that they might have or about the evening, you know, maybe they've met someone and they don't yeah. know how to approach them. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's oh, a really nice touch, yeah. actually. We started to have dating professionals at our event, which I think is really bringing a nice touch mm -hmm. the evening because yeah. people are nervous sometimes. And, you know, our hosts aren't always trained matchmakers. Yeah. Obviously, they are they are the wanting to help people to meet, but they're not yeah. trained. So... I think sometimes when people have got some questions, it's nice to have an expert there to, yeah. to guide them through the evening, guide them through the event. It's nice. That's, and that's, I could imagine that, and, and especially research even shows that post kind of COVID, people are less sociable. So, yeah. and can feel quite nervous maybe going into an event and, and exactly that if they've seen someone who they sort of are interested, but how to then kind of, take this conversation into you know maybe learning more about this person so that sounds like that's a really good idea that you've got dating experts there helping and and supporting your your yeah, part, yeah your I think it adds there. a really nice touch to the evening we have them in Brighton mm -hmm. we have in London and then we've had in Manchester in the past as well and I think that it just helps people to relax a little bit I think yeah. people can be really nervous coming speak dating mm -hmm. for the first time and just having that person there to answer any questions yeah. other than our hosts. I mean, all of our speed data hosts are brilliant. They're all really great at what they do. But sometimes there'll be questions that that they can't answer. So it's nice to have mm. that little bit of extra support. Mm. And so what kind of feedback, I suppose, you've had from these events? You know, have people come back and, and 
sort of said, oh, we met there or, or, or so? Yeah, we have several success stories. So we've been yeah. going for 22 years now. Wow, and nice. we have several success stories. A lot of people don't actually reach out to us until much later. So sometimes we'll get yeah. emails saying we're celebrating our 10th wedding anniversary oh, or something. What? But yeah, we've had some really, really lovely success stories, especially mm. from our singles parties. Wow. And we often have them from our regular speed dating events as well that people reach out. And we often get people requesting our matching cards that we use at event for the wedding day the wedding speeches or the best man all message and say they met at speed data so we've had a couple of those which is yeah. really nice it's a very cute cute sort of remembering the way they met, met. <laughs> and yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely and so what kind of events do you have coming up then you mentioned earlier on that now maybe in the summer it slows down a little bit but for example thinking about autumn and what kind of events are there coming up yeah, so in the summer, we tend to go a little bit quieter. I think people are on holidays, they're out with friends, it's much more social. I think in the summer, everyone's just much happier, aren't they, and sort of yeah. happy doing. I think it, you know, you get to the winter into cuffing season and our events just yeah. are fully booked all the time. Mm -hmm. So we have the, your regular speed dating events and then we have wine tasting. We've, we've got a pasta making event coming up. Wow. We've got our singles parties. We do sort of seasonal events as well. So we'll do one-offs of, you know, we'll do like darts event or crazy golf, mini golf, that sort oh, of thing. Oh, amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah so they're, they're such good fun. We have some really great ideas over the, over the last few years. We've done blindfold speed dating. That was an amazing one. Oh, and amazing. just any way that you can meet in a, in a more natural environment, mm -hmm. I think that it puts mm -hmm. people a little bit more at ease, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. when they're doing an activity. We're hoping to do a tip and paint one coming up so people sit and paint and, you know, can move around the, the different tables and maybe paint a little bit of each picture or something. I think that would be a nice idea. Just anything that gets people, you know, active and talking, really. Yeah. And that's so lovely to know because a lot of times, I guess, people what, traditional know that they are seeing lots of events like, yeah, going in this little lock and key or something like that. But actually, when is an activity where that there's less pressure on some way, you're going and doing an activity. Yes, it's a singles event. So you know that everyone's there kind of for, for a certain purpose and, and to meet people. But then it's not just focused on, it's not like the cocktail party. If someone feels a little bit that this sort of, you know, cocktail party kind of space feels a little bit daunting at first. So having an activity, that sounds like a really good way of meeting lots of different people and in a more relaxed way. And a pasta making hall doesn't love cooking and what. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. you know, just, uh, you know, just doing something really nice. Uh, we had our first pasta making event in London and it was such a lovely evening. Everyone was interacting and the chef comes round, and you could see the female, like the females trying to help the male do it because you could see yeah. that obviously the men were there to just meet the women, whereas the women yeah, are more yeah. in, like, you know, yeah. really getting into the cooking side of it. And you could see that the, the females helping the males and that the interactions were really yeah. to watch yeah. because yeah. we're like, no, you need to do it like this. And, you know, teaching someone something I think is a nice, is a nice way to date. I think it's a good way to meet someone when they're able to teach you something. I think that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's kind of more natural interaction there than then it's just a, yeah. not about the you know, kind of talking about who you are as a person and, and so on, but actually like that sort of more 
different kind of interaction. And you can sense someone's energy from that and how they yeah. respond to you and so on. So, yeah, that's really, really cute and a different way of really. Yeah, I think it's so important now for people to get back out there and, and meet in real life. I think the apps has made dating disposable and it's made everybody, you know, I think lose social skills. I think that yes. people meeting in real life is so important. I think that you can gauge someone's personality. I think sometimes you can spend ages talking to someone on on an app and then you finally yeah. meet and, you, and you're often disappointed because yes. you've built up this. That's okay. these that you have of somebody through text messages, you know, especially if someone's really, you know, quick and, and witty through a text message and you're yeah. not to that. And then some nine times out of 10, you meet in real life and, and it's not the same. Yeah. And I think it, it's much better to meet in person from the get-go. And, you know, speed dating, you're meeting 12 different people in yeah. one evening and then you're getting the social aspect before, in the middle and afterwards. Yeah. So those, those four-minute dates, yes, they go quick, but, you, you, your mind has already decided whether you like that person if you yeah. want to speak to them again. Yeah. Then you have the opportunity to go and speak to them in the break and say, oh, you know, tell me more about that holiday to Spain you've yeah. just had or mm. tell me more about, you know, that course you've just started at work or whatever it is. You have the icebreaker. Mm. You, you know, you have the tools to go and speak yeah. to that person. Yeah. Whereas if you had just gone into a normal bar and gone up to someone, you wouldn't have an opening conversation to have with somebody. Yeah. And it's so much more awkward to kind of start from somewhere whereas actually you've already the introductions have been done so then yeah. like you said that then you can you can take you can take it or leave it however that feels yeah. for you but there's already that icebreaker has been already done so that's I think that's all of it is so useful for the listeners to hear and and really know because yeah it's so many people have said that they're so fed up with the apps and they just want to meet people more in a more kind of natural way. And when there's an activity that you maybe, you know, enjoy, would enjoy, enjoy sort of anyway, but then it's a singles event that kind of, it's like a double whammy and, and you get the benefit and where you are in a, in an environment that you enjoy being anyway. And then also in a speed dating event, because yeah, you, like you said, that you get, you can connect with so many people, 12 people all at once instead of spending, I don't know, weeks or months on uh, online and try to connect and or like you said, that sometimes people draw you in potentially into this long message fest, which I say that, you know, if someone tries to draw you into that, just cut it because you might be wasting your time completely. And when you go to a speed dating event, there everything's you get the flavor of that person there and then in real life and, and then you can make a decision based on that. I, I think as well, I, I often hear from singles myself saying, you know, I'm just not meeting anybody. Mm. I'm not finding anybody that I want today. And they, but then I ask them and they have such a strict type or criteria. Yes. And they think this is the, the issue that we find with singles sometimes is that they're so fixated on what they think that they want they're closed off to other things. And I think speed dating provides that opportunity mm. that, that gives you people that you wouldn't select for yourself. And I yeah. think that's really important because I think people tend to, to pick their types and it doesn't work out. Yeah. And I think, you know, speed dating is great, but I also am such a big fan of, ma of matchmaking. I think somebody selecting a person for you is 
is really powerful as well. And you hear so many success stories mm. from matchmakers because they are looking for what you need, what, what not what you want. Yeah. And I think yeah. as humans, we pick what we want, not what we need. And we get clouded by, you know, our certain type. Well, no, I want this, 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 and this. Yes. And when yeah. that person doesn't fit the criteria, it's an automatic no. Yeah. And because I... there's so many ways to date now, it's just disposable. Yeah. Hey, next, on to the next. Oh, I've had a breakup. I'll pick up my phone. I'll message the next person. Yeah. And people have stopped, you know, really looking for meaningful connections. I mm. feel like I feel like yeah. that's been taken away from us. And I think it came back after the pandemic. I think people definitely were more passionate about meeting in real life again. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, people often say, oh, I'm, I'm fed up of the apps. And, you know, the apps are great for something. Yes, Especially absolutely. if you want short-term yeah. relationships. Yeah. Apps are great. Or if you're not confident in speaking mm. in, in person and you, and you struggle to meet someone, maybe the apps are a better way for you because it gets out that your personality first, mm. maybe. You know, I think everybody likes different ways to date. Some people are really social, love to meet in real life. Some mm. people are less so, social. So I definitely think the apps need to stay. But I think for the people that want real life connection should be should be seeking a matchmaker or a speed dating event or in real life event or singles events or, or whatever it is that way that singles help, you know, help to meet and enjoy. I think that's really important. Yeah. No, you are so right. Absolutely. It is the the types and what actually we know it is that we tend to gravitate toward the type that somehow rubs out those unhealed parts of us. So if you always keep repeating the same thing, then you always look for the same type. The chances are that if that didn't work, work out for you in the past, it means that you need to widen your horizons and be more open-minded about maybe, you know, there is someone else out there who if not your maybe automatic kind of choice, but they might be actually a really good partner. And, and maybe on like, or, or, you know, like straight away, it doesn't look like they would be a good match, but if you get to know them and, you know, this sort of environment, you get meet so many different people when you are meeting face to face. So then if you give someone, I don't know whether you would call it like giving them a chance, but in some way being open-minded and see, okay, let's just see if we, you know, if there is, if our values match, if we have lots of things to talk about and an instant attraction itself can be misleading because that can be, again, that is just, it's just lust. We, yeah, and I think much. that's what people get confused with yes. is lust over, over sort of true feelings. I think you yeah. can get caught up in lust and this whirlwind romance and there's a saying by the Buddhas that when you meet your soulmate, you're not meant to feel, you know, butterflies and excitement and lush. You're meant to feel yes. calm. Yeah. And that person's make, meant to make you feel calm. And I think that's really important to remember when you get caught up in the excitement of the, you know, the lust that yeah. sometimes it is just lust and, and it's not your person maybe. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm a big believer that I think you can have many soulmates throughout your life. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. that there's necessarily one person for everybody. I think you can have different people for different chapters of your life. And I definitely think that the person that you end up with is who you're meant to be with. And mm-hmm. I think that people sometimes will stay with people because they're scared of being alone as well. Yeah. And I think that 
I'm often preaching to people, it's much better to be happy on your own and alone than, you know, in a relationship that you're not happy with. I think people are starting to learn about self-love and about self-care and about understanding what's best for their needs. And until you figure out what that is that you want as a person, you can't look for that person to do life with until you know what you want and what makes you happy. And, you know, that person needs to add to your happiness, not be your happiness. Absolutely. That is so true. I think that those are like the perfect words to really finish here today because it really sums it up that you need to know yourself that and that who you are and what type of relationship do you really want to have and be kind of clear on on yourself and the types aside. So if anyone now what is curious about your events, what's the best way to learn more about all of those? Wonderful. So all of, our, all of our events are on our website, which is www.speeddata.co.uk and our Instagram is Speed Data Event. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah, today for coming and telling us about your wonderful event. And I recommend everyone to go and check out your event and really go and meet more people. And thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Bye for now.